WADA presidential candidate Marcos Diaz. Welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. Today, a conversation with Marcos Diaz, candidate from the Americas for president of the World Anti-Doping Agency. He is the vice minister for sport in Dominican Republic. His sole rival is Witold Banka, the minister of sport in Poland. He's the nominee from Europe for the WADA position. And while a formal vote is in November, the WADA board may confirm a single nominee when it meets in Montreal, May 14th. By sport, Marcos Diaz has competed in triathlon, surfing, and open water swimming. He's a member of the International Hall of Fame in that grueling discipline. He left sport to become a minister in the government. Since 2014, he's been a member of the WADA Executive Committee and now serves as a member of the WADA Foundation Board, the representative of the Americas. Marcos Diaz, thanks very much for, for joining us today. Ed, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be in Around the Rings. We're glad to have you. And uh, to begin with, you, your motivation, you've had an interesting career as an athlete, uh, triathlon, surfing, uh, open water swimming, all at a very elite level. How has that shaped your interest in, in becoming a water president? Well, it all started on understanding what sports means and the importance of having a, a fair play in terms of competing. And then, uh, actually, the most interest came in when I started as a governmental official, being uh, responsible for the duties outside, abroad, in a broader uh, multilateral organization, as not only in WADA, but also in UNESCO. And all of the subjects, main subjects were actually uh, about uh, anti-doping policies, international policies. So that became, brought my attention, and I started uh, being a very engaged in the matters, engaging uh, our region, in my case, representing, first of all, the Central American Caribbean countries, and then through the Council of Sports of the Americas, and then engaging uh, into the subject of the, the whole continent, uh, in the in public authorities. So for me, it was... Uh, a, 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 a challenge in the beginning and also a way in which decisions that uh, were under my responsibility could change uh, significantly in the, in the in good for the, for, the, for the competitive sports from around the world. What would you say about being a candidate from a country the size of Dominican Republic? Is there another perspective that you bring from, from coming from a smaller but nonetheless very important sporting nation? Yes, yes, thank you very much. It, it, basically, the, the, the view we bring is the need to make sure that, that, that we guarantee in our actions and every, and every plan, a strategic plan within WADA, we guarantee the meaning of the WADA's W, world. That means that many of the decisions that are made not necessarily take in consideration the view and the perspective of a whole different diversity from around the world, especially of countries lacking uh, development in, in, the, in, in their economy. So I, I know what it took us to really develop a decent anti-doping program nationally, okay? While we review our reality and we actually were one of the countries that barely had anything uh, responsible meeting the standards. So knowing the, 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 the support we, we needed from what a regional office from experts 
and the political will and the resources we need to have some sort of a decent program in our country really gives us a, a very strong perspective on what happens in other Latin American countries, African, Asian, that are not necessarily taken in consideration when we place standards, when we bring rules, and we bring uh, uh, requirements into the table that has to be met uh, from all around the world. So understanding, of course, the great job that the big countries does from the fight against doping around the world, also understanding the view, experiencing in our own uh, experience uh, the reality from that diversity, and the need of the organization to really be a representative organization from all the countries. When we are building a standing committee, when we're building a commission, when we are building work, a working group, we need to take in consideration representatives. You've been a part of the, the WADA, WADA board activities for the past, well, since 2014. Uh, what kind yes. of changes would you like to bring based on your experience? I think, Ed, that the biggest changes and transformation will come from one particular moment that was the consequence on a working group that I had the honor to be part of. That working group was created after the Russian scandal. It's the working group on governance matters. The responsibility and duty of that working group was to review with experts in good governance, with lawyers, representative of the national anti-doping agencies, representative of Olympic athletes, representative of independent athletes, representative of public authorities, members of IOC, to really look through the structure of governance of WADA. We met for two years, eight meetings, and we provided a document that was approved last year in November. Okay, this is the starting point of big transformation that has to be made in WADA to make it a more independent one of those uh, transformations is actually the case in that the next president could not be a governmental official uh, paid by a government, okay? And also we are increasing the executive committee with two independent members, not from IOC, not from the public authorities, that will give us a chance to have a more, uh, I could say, decent balance in which the independents could bring to the table a different point of view in our decision-making processes, as well as an ethical committee, as well as a nomination committee. So many of the big transformations to have a stronger one in terms of the structure, procedures, to be more transparent, more independent, are based in that work we did from two years, okay, that were actually approved in last November Foundation Board meeting in Baku, Azerbaijan. So it's not that the president is going to bring of course, new energy, new uh, ideas, but based on the already approved transformation uh, package uh, that uh, was the result of that work we did uh, in the last two years. Athletes have complained about their status, and they some of them feel that uh, water is, is is ignoring uh, their interests um, and ignoring the influence they could have on water. Um, well, there is, uh, I think, some some l- lack of confidence in some quarters of the athletic world about about water distrust. Not sure that it really is after their best interests. What do you say to the athletes who who do have these kinds of concerns? 
I totally agree with you. That's a reality. That's a fact. Somehow, while the leadership has somehow separated from hearing or being an organization closer to the stakeholders, having that is to be one of the most important ones. I feel, I personally feel and believe that being an athlete myself and having the opportunity to lead WADA, we will get along very well. It, it will be a priority for us to be closer, to have bring back the confidence that, that we need. And one particular uh, 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 circumstance will help uh, uh, pretty much this relationship of having a close organization to every stakeholder, to the NATOs, to hear their concerns, okay, with an athlete, to hear their concern and feel they're part of it, and understand and have all the, the information needed in order to, uh, sometimes you make critics without not even knowing the reality. But I feel that the, one of the most important things is that the duty of the president changes with the next presidency. Because up to today, president is a honorary, honorary work. Okay, uh, President Reedy today takes time from his family, his particular interest to put it into WADA without n not even a, a compensation. Next president will have an economic compensation, it's called co compensation because it's not basically doesn't probably meet the standard of a salary, but could give the chance for the president to have a much more quality time engaged in the position. And I personally propose in our, in our proposal is that the president is going to be present in athletes forums, wherever the athletes gather, to have the leadership of WADA present, hearing, exchanging information, making sure we bring WADA with enough confidence and bring back the image and reputation that it needs to be the world regulator, okay, to be respected and to be uh, some organization that could have a uh, the stakeholders feel proud of the work we do around the world. Yeah, we're talking with Marcos Diaz. He's the Vice Minister of Sport in Dominican Republic and the candidate from the Americas for the presidency of the World Anti-Doping Agency. In your manifesto, you talk about uh, increasing the capacity of WADA, the ability of WADA to do more work. Uh, for, that, for that to happen in part, you're going to have to get more money increased funding for yeah. water. Um, what are your ideas, proposals for, for doing that? Yes, it's been talks from the last few years, the, the, the time I've been around in the executive committee board, um, that there's always been talks about uh, bringing some uh, resources from other but uh, so from other places rather than the, what's happening today, which is public authorities putting half of the budget and International Olympic Committee putting the other half of the budget, we, we strongly believe that we can explore philanthropy and private sector in order to bring some more uh, budget because exact, specifically for capacity building and the, need, and the needs to be done in much more territories that could be today described as doping heavens, in which cases you go in and you just realize that it's practically unexistent or very weak anti-doping programs. In order to do that, we need to do capacity building. We need to get in. We need to more resources. So in that case, is bringing the talks to actions and actually prepare a plan to to bring uh, 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 to bring 
some uh, resources, economic resources from philanthropy and, and the private sector, making sure that it's not any conflict of interest and that uh, the organization keeps its work totally independent. But there is need to explore and capitalize uh, resources uh, in order to increase the reach of WADA from, to, uh, to, to other dimensions. What would be the right level of budgeting for WADA? How much money does WADA need to carry out its work these days? How much more is needed? <laughs> well, for me, I expect, I expect, I mean, for us to be a war regulator, really, if you look into perspective of the budget of WADA, what it handles, not the budget spending anti-doping system, because if we calculate the, the, the money spending anti-doping system itself, you will have to add the extra amount of money that IOC puts in the different programs, the federations, and as well as the extra money bring the, to fund the national anti-doping agency, mostly from public authorities, that's a much more uh, broader than just... Uh, they cost to 50, around the 50 millions a year that WADA uh, handles. If you compare that to what only one sport uh, uh, or one athlete from, let's say, football, baseball, is, is, is very critical in terms of putting in perspective the world regulator reach in terms of resources and actually the size of the industry of sports. So it puts us in a position that uh, is evident to, of course, we need to scan the whole system within WADA to make sure we are efficient enough, we're not spending money that is not supposed to be spent, but at the same time, it's a natural to think from outside, not even going too deep inside into the structure and the procedures, to feel that, that it will be much more needed, especially when you come from an undeveloped country that knows the needs of our neighbors in order to have competent uh, anti-doping uh, instructors in, in, in our countries. The, the situation with Russia that grew out of the 2014 Olympics, Winter Olympics in Sochi, has probably been a, a real watershed moment for, for, for WADA. What, what would, what's your reaction to how WADA has handled this, this, this scandal over the past few years? The, it's, it's apparently coming to a resolution Anything you would have done differently or another approach WADA might have taken? Very complicated, very complicated. I can see it myself as a situation that cuts WADA itself and everybody involved without uh, any, any uh, uh, unprepared, totally unprepared in terms of rulings, totally unprepared in terms of how to handle it in terms of sanctions or anything like that. So it was a very difficult procedure for the leadership, I believe, and for the all anti-doping system to handle a situation as complicated as what uh, we, 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 we were into. The international standard on, uh, on compliance was, uh, had to be changed after that, okay? And even the one that is put in place that we work into today is under review. The whole code is under review also. And um, I think uh, the way that I could have said to, that could have been different is much more efficient and better communication to the, how the whole system. I knew we had to take decisions under 
the rule established. We could not make decisions outside the rule. It's like, for example, in my uh, penal code here in the in the Dominican Republic, you kill five people and the maximum you get is 30 years. That's, that's the rules. We would like to have that person who killed the kids to have elected chair, but it's not under our rules. So there was a difficult situation to handle the situation under the rules we had in the table. And uh, to have uh, the system more well communicated, probably it could have uh, been um, uh, better, although we understand and we feel the, that the team of WADA management have done a great job and getting back uh, Rusada into serious unsupervised uh, procedures. Uh, IOC has also been very uh, demanding on, on, on the, the anti-doping programs, and public authorities has always been transparent on following rules and, being in, uh, and trying to build a strong institution. Okay, will we prepare for that? Absolutely not prepare. And actually, it brings us the attention that uh, auditing the NADOs is something that has to be totally reviewed and make sure that there is no uh, similar case happening today or that we could have uh, uh, in the future. But you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago doping heavens that uh, that exist. Yes. Uh, yes. Do they still exist? Yes. I, I think from my perspective, we are lacking the reach to have a broader territorial coverage in terms of making sure the national doping programs are a guarantee that there's not existence of doping heavens in places that have some, uh, let's say, uh, good results in the uh, sports movement uh, competitions and that you get in and you feel that... uh, anti-doping program in terms of testing, investigation, uh, like the, uh, and, the, and the programs of education to prevention are not balanced or, 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 or equal to their results in uh, international competitions. And that's something that uh, catches our attention and something that in reality is some of the challenges we need to face. And what would be the biggest challenge you think WADA faces moving forward? I think there are uh, m- many challenges. Today, uh, uh, reach coverage, okay, bring the confidence from every stakeholder, uh, resources, prevention, bring prevention as uh, one of the main pillars of the fight, to have it as strong as, as possible, not to have it as a, as a complement, just to have it really into action in every in in in, in every regions of the, of, of the world, have prevention and education and capability building as as the main pillar. If we don't want, if we want to have a, a a better a better a better chance uh, to fight uh, against doping, of course, scientists and. Um, and have a and have a, a strong organization with the trust of of of, of every of, of of every stakeholder, a, a, an organization that everybody believes in, and every an organization that everybody feels they're part of, not an organization that you are an expert and you just point at WADA as if it's something uh, uh, against you. It's something that we all have to be part of, and of course, from the leadership of WADA, we need to give that message very strong that we need 
all the experts that we need everybody in, that nobody's left out uh, from the organization. Um, as someone who practiced surfing, and I imagine <laughs> still get out there on the board, how do you feel about surfing yes. entering the, uh, the Olympic program next year in, in Tokyo? Wow, that's a, that's a huge, huge, very impressive and awesome uh, uh, dream come true for all the surfing community. And I go back to 1996. I went, I was a part of the Dominican National Olympic Com uh, uh, team, surfing team, to the first uh, ISA, okay, World Surfing Games in Huntington Beach, California. 1996, actually, the motto was top surfing into the Olympics. And I saw Fernando Aguirre, just coincidentally, there is a president of the International Surfing Association, last year at a friend's wedding in San Diego, California, at his house, more than 20 <laughs> years back. So I'm there at his house and just shared with him and congratulated him on all the effort he kept going, especially when you have many sports going to the Olympics before surfing and that were actually somehow based in surfing, ball riding like snowboarding in, uh, in the Winter Olympics, like skateboarding now also going for Tokyo. So it's a very, very uh, great approach. Happy for the uh, IOC to bring uh, surfing to the pro, and hopefully that it stays. It's, uh, it's not, yes? And, and, and the sports, surfing, although surfing has had uh, 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 drug testing for, for some time now, but still for surfing, skateboard, uh, sport climbing, you know, these sports are going to face uh, uh, new levels of, uh, of, of scrutiny as far as uh, drug yeah. testing and uh, compliance with the rules. Yeah, totally. And actually, it, it, it brings some change into the culture. You know, surfing comes from a very, uh, some sort of a lifestyle, open, modern, hippie lifestyle from the beginning. And it brings the athletic part to the competition, and actually, you can see today, in, and, and actually, in the last one, two decades, you see really the athletic part of the sport coming in and doing a, and, and having a lead in the competition sports, both in skateboarding and surfing. So it's very good for the sport, and I think uh, the the leaders, the, as, as athletes, have taken it very seriously, and uh, will be actually a very very good role models. On complying on, on every opportunity in terms of anti-doping. Uh, finally, next month uh, the water board will meet in in Montreal. Uh, what do you uh, possibility that there will be a a single candidate uh, representing the, the the governments nominated at, at this meeting? What's your understanding of what will happen next month? I think we have all agreed uh, in the last year that uh, we as public authorities wants to bring one uh, sole candidate and that we decide that in May 14 so that that candidate can have an experience in shadowing the president and director general from May all the way to the end of the year so that by the time he takes office, he will be much more experienced in the procedures and could be uh, put into action immediately the first day he takes office. And we believe that a concession will happen, consensus will happen. And we strongly believe in the, all the multilateral uh, organization from around the world that gathers public authority governments. Rotation is a, is, is a principle that's all, all, always respected. Uh, if uh, Europe is leading today, another region should lead. Okay, uh, the world supported uh, Oceania when John Fahey then 
as a public authority, uh, we supported Africa to have the vice president in the late uh, Stoffel after his death. Then we supported uh, Europe when they requested uh, to appoint uh, the uh, Linda from Norway. And so now is the time, and what we're presenting is uh, not only a proposal, but uh, the chance to have not only Americas, but Latin America have the opportunity to lead to lead as a multilateral organization, we feel uh, confident that a consensus will happen. Well, good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ed. It's been a pleasure <laughs> speaking with you today. My pleasure. Hope to talk to you soon again. We've been speaking with Marcos Diaz. He is a candidate for the WADA presidency from the Americas, and he is vice minister of sport in Dominican Republic. I'm Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. Your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.